welcome back to another week of the Rev MD podcast. If this is your first episode listening to our podcast, welcome. We are National Revenue Consulting, and we bring weekly tips and tricks on medical billing and coding so that your practice can get the revenue it deserves. We all recognize as healthcare practitioners and physicians that we're just not taught enough around the business side of medicine in medical school or other healthcare training. And so we are here to bring new tips and tricks every single week. If you haven't checked us out, we are a full service medical billing and coding company. We're based out in Denver. We are physician owned and I am one of the physician owners and we really help physicians have a reliable and data-driven medical billing service. And if you are wondering, gosh, how do I evaluate my own billing process? How do I know how things are going? We do have a free assessment tool on the homepage of our website, nationalrevenueconsulting.com. So head on over, take our free assessment, and we'll shoot back tips regarding your own billing practice that you can implement right away. We also have a limited number of clients that we are able to help the remainder of the year. So reach out today if you are looking for a new team or looking at your billing metrics going, gosh, we're just not doing what we should be doing. We serve practices as small as a single physician up to over 15 physicians in a single practice. And we have multiple subspecialties that we work with and multiple EMRs that we also work with depending on what your practice has today. All right. Back to this week's topic, which I'm going to call Eat That Frog. Now, if you guys haven't heard of this book, please go check it out. I'm sure you can go find it on any bookstore or Amazon. This is a wonderful book by Brian Tracy, which goes over tactics to tackling your most challenging tasks, which he then kind of coins as Eat That Frog. And really, this is all about identifying the no fun things in your business that are critical tasks that you must accomplish in order to be successful. And he talks about tactics around what part of the day you should eat that frog. And a lot of things, you know, you put on your to-do list, you look at it, you defer them, you just don't feel like doing them, even if they're simple, quick tasks, just because they're things that you don't actually want to do. And I know in our own business, there's things that you know, we don't want to do, but I know if it's on our to-do list, if I wake up and I do that first thing in the morning, then that's going to allow me to cross it off the list and not procrastinate any longer. So go check out the book. I find it to be a really easy, quick read. I'm sure it's on Audible or any of the other audiobooks, but a good way for you to kind of understand, okay, what are things that I need to be doing my business, am I procrastinating, and how do I prevent that moving forward? So today we're gonna talk about three things in your practice related to insurance billing that we are going to assign to the eat that frog category. So again, these are the things that nobody wants to deal with. You kind of put off. You say, yeah, yeah, I'll do it later. It gets put onto your never-ending to-do list that that just never gets crossed off. So we're going to talk about the importance of each of these strategies so that you are able to eat that frog for the remainder of this uh, 2023 year. We've got one more quarter left. Add these to your to-do list and let's get ready to cross them off. So number one, credentialing documents. I know I've talked about this in the past, but I can't help but emphasize this again. This is really about pulling together the hit list of your contracts 
understanding when they were last negotiated, understand when they're up for renegotiation, and looking at the fee schedules that you have, getting all of that documentation in one easy place so that when it is time to renegotiate, you don't forget to do that. And when it is time to evaluate your fee schedules and understand, are you getting paid what the payers say that you should be getting paid, it's all in one location. So pulling together all of these credentialing documents, understanding what you need to do and when is going to be critical. And so this has to be, you know, kind of one of those number one things. And if you're new in practice and you're thinking, gosh, I'm just starting that credentialing process, this is the chance now to make sure that you are keeping all of that information in one safe location. You've got a spreadsheet, you're documenting who you're credentialed with, what plans you're credentialed with, and all of the necessary things are saved into a safe spot. I I really caution about having these in only one individual or one colleague's personal computer, because if, say, that office manager leaves and those documents uh, are lost, it gets very challenging to get these back. So again, put these on a Dropbox, put these on a SharePoint, have them so that everybody has access to them, have a spreadsheet where you list these out by payer so that you know when you're up for recredentialing, what your fee schedules are, and making sure that all of that information is accessible to multiple team members within your office. So very, very important, kind of one of the cornerstones of making sure that this is done right. All right, number two. You know, when we oftentimes take over our practices, one of the first things we're doing is doing an audit to understand, did your CPTs get billed for certain appointments? Did did all the patients you see have charges submitted? And this is oftentimes uh, can be a very uh, tedious and very time-consuming activity, especially when we've taken on a new practice and we're not quite sure if the prior billing team was doing what they should have been doing. We've had several practices this year that we took over that had hundreds of appointments that were never billed. And this is often even more likely in systems where you're not integrated, so where the EMR and the PM or practice management software are separate from one another. One another, So you're having appointments and clinical documentation in one system, and then if CPTs are dropped, those are moved into a different system. And sometimes those can be integrated, or sometimes it's manual, but either way, when you have that sort of system you may recognize that there are cases that you, patients that you saw, cases that you performed, surgeries, et cetera, that were never billed out. And so why this is really important is because really as you go throughout your week, you that the practice has to have a system to where you know all physicians and practitioners are signing out their notes ideally that day worst case scenario within the same week and that there's an audit feature or function within your team whether that's manual or automated or pulling reports that raises the flag when things are not billed this is one of the most important things of how practices lose money because if you don't charge it and if you don't send it to the insurance company, you're not going to get paid. And so having a process around, you know, on the physician or the practitioner side, it's I'm going to eat that frog and I'm going to sign out my notes every single day. 
whether that's getting scribes or having different mechanisms to get those charts done, ideally, as you're seeing patients throughout the day, I know that's not always possible, but trying to get to a point where you're signing out those notes, dropping the charges, uh, and, and doing that same day, ideally, you know, by the end of the week and no further than that. The other problem with this is if that's not being done, timely filing will hit. Small payers will sometimes have a timely filing limit of 30 days, meaning if you haven't sent that charge over within 30 days, then they may not pay it at all. They may deny for timely filing. Now, 30 days is really short. Most of them are not 30 days. You know, Medicare goes uh, to 365 days. A lot of payers are in that 90 to 120 days. Some are in the 180-day range. Um, They like to keep it variable, so it's hard to predict you know, as a blanket rule across all pairs. So you do have to know your own pairs, timely filing limits. So again, the eat that frog number two is signing out notes daily or within the week at the latest so that notes are signed, charges are dropped, and those should be billed ideally with your billing team between 24 and 48 hours of you finalizing your stuff. And again, having an optimal process of checking up on these charges, making sure that they're billed, making sure every single patient that you see has charges dropped is really important. We like to do uh, reports in a lot of the software we have that allows us to say to the doctors, hey, here's the reports that are still pending for last month, or here's the reports that are still pending for charge entry from you know the week prior. Ideally, we're working on a week span, not a month's time span, but this is just a really, really important process to nail down with your billing team. And last, number three, in terms of eat that frog, is review your billing metrics. We have a whole course just dedicated to medical billing metrics. And if you haven't seen it yet, shoot us an email and we'll get you on the wait list at info at nationalrevenueconsulting.com. Medical billing metrics are the key cornerstone of making sure things are going well. And this, you know, if you were to pick one medical billing metric, AR over 90 days is such an important one. And you can break out both insurance and patient AR buckets separately, but really understanding what does the percent of my AR over 90 days look like. So really it's taking a look at what's your total AR, and then you can break your accounts receivable into multiple aging buckets, and then you really want to focus on what's the percent of that AR that's over 90 days. Because the older those that AR bucket gets, the harder it is to get paid. And one of the main reasons we see individuals or practices come to us for support is so that they can get their AR cleaned up. And if your AR over 90 days isn't cleaned up, then that's one of the key things that you can look at and go, we need to set up a KPI. We need to work with our billing team. We need to work with the office and understand why these accounts aren't getting paid. And AR over 90 days in the insurance bucket, so I'll talk about that first, can be for a number of different reasons. It could be just payers aren't paying. They're not paying quick enough, 
or there's denials sitting there. And those denials can be things that your billing team needs to manage, or they can be things that the office needs to provide to the billing team. And really that communication between the billing company and the office is so, so critical. And you really have to make sure, you know, that the information is flowing between each group. And this is why we keep trackers for all of our practice. So trackers, for those of you who are wondering what the heck that is, for us, it's really just an Excel spreadsheet that says, hey, here's the issues we have. We have a credentialing issue. We have a coding issue. We have a write-off request if it is a denial that we're not going to be able to overcome, such as a prior auth denial. It is all the things that could happen at either an account level or a high level so that the practice knows what we're doing, we can request information and get back what we need and then close out that line in the Excel or that case, so to speak, so that everything is managed and not forgotten. One of my pet peeves is sending emails back and forth only because they get lost, right? They get forgotten and they get buried. And so if we have a tracking system, that allows us to not forget anything. And that is so critical in any billing process. You can't forget anything because that's how you get your revenue to grow. That means you're fighting for every dollar you can. So one of the key things with this is really sitting down with your billing team on a regular basis, or at least reviewing the metrics that they're delivering to you and saying, Hey, here's what's going on with my practice Here's the billing metrics I'm going to follow. And if this seems overwhelming, pick one, pick AR over 90 days. Again, separate that out into insurance and patient. And that will allow you to say, okay, gosh, we have a problem. We're going to set up a KPI to improve on this. So this is my number three, eat that frog. Got to have time carved aside where you're going to sit down and review those medical billing metrics. So if you haven't checked out the book, Eat That Frog, I highly recommend it. We use those tactics in our own company and is a a light, good read that was um, really something that helped our business um, continue to be successful. And again, if you are looking to go check out our website at nationalrevenueconsulting.com. We have testimonials there for current clients. And again, we have room to help two more practices this year. So head on over to our website at nationalrevenueconsulting.com. Check out our free online assessment that you can do yourself to see how your own billing company is doing. And if you are looking for a change, shoot us an email or schedule some time with us. Hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend.